I just wanted to add a little bit to this podcast episode to make current, really, for what's happening right now. We're in a time where we are being asked to make the move from fear to love, and there's no time to waste. You can be a light worker in any industry that you are in. Wherever you are placed in the world is where is what I call your uh, divine appointment. Wherever you are is where you are supposed to serve. So look around for what is being asked of you right now. It doesn't have to be grand. It's what is being asked of you. What is it that you can contribute to the whole right now? This uh, transition of consciousness from fear to love. So it's important to get out of your judging mind or your fearful mind or your anxious mind. And if you're in business and you have your online business and you can help other people, you can help other people get their online business going, help them to be a light worker in business. Fantastic. Do it. Okay. Well, let's get on with the show. Well, hello, you are listening to Good Girl to Goddess. This is a show where you're going to see your patterns, own your power, and claim your potential. We're living in epic times for women, but it's up to us to create our own evolution revolution from the inside out. I'm Joy Balma, and I'm going to be your host on this adventure, and your Good Girl to Goddess Sherpa. I'm a coach and author of women's empowerment books and personality typing. So are you ready to go from Good Girl to Goddess? Let's do this. I am so glad you're here today because we are going to have such a great topic today. It's all about being a light worker in business. So if you are a light worker or you are curious about what a light worker is or you are a light worker in business, you want to tune in today. You want to listen to this conversation because I'm talking with Lindsay Landry. And we're going to talk all about what's it like to be a light worker in business. Lindsay is an energy intuitive, a heart seer, and a heart shaman for healers and soul-centered women who are ready to unleash and embody their soul's magic. Her journey started when she was 13. She was struggling with a variety of health issues and her weight. Despite what doctors said, deep down, she always knew there was a deeper reason for the things she was experiencing. So she had that intuitive sense. Her longing for answers led her to become a registered dietitian, certified natural health professional, mind-body coach, and then finally to her true passion, which is energy healing. Today, Lindsay uses her gifts to help people to powerfully open and embody their wisdom and to discover their heart and soul calling, and also to bring magic into their business, relationships, and lives. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You would be the perfect person to talk about this topic, which I think is like a really exciting topic. Don't you, Lindsay, talking about being a light worker? In business? I do. I feel like more people are coming out of the light worker closet, right? <laughs> right, right. It's not quite as woo as it used to be. And, you know, I feel like we're finding our way. Like, how do we show up and shine our light and also navigate being an entrepreneur and having a business and um, even navigate things like money, right? And all the things. So, um, yeah, it's a really, really juicy topic to talk about. Yeah, it's a juicy topic, and I think it's it's something that people might have just labeled at one point, like you said, as woo. But I think that that is not the case anymore because 
and thanks really to the internet because we've been able to connect, we see that there are so many different layers and levels of doing light work. And how would you describe being like being a light worker? Just for me, you know, it's really about embodying. So there's different types of healing and there's different types of spiritual work. And the work that I do with my clients is more about really embodying, you know, the wisdom of their heart and soul and not only just embodying it, but how can they bring that into their business, their relationship and their life, right? Because we can have these spiritual ideas or this knowledge, right? And if we're not actually applying it, and we're not living it or, you know, maybe there's a separation where it's like we know these things and yet our life isn't reflecting it back to us or deep inside we're not feeling the um, juiciness of it, right, then there's some pieces that aren't embodied. And so the work that I do with my clients is really around embodying the wisdom of their heart and soul and the magic of their heart and soul so that they can have a deeper a level of success in all areas of their life with more ease and grace. So what I'm hearing in that also is like you're like an integrator. You know, you go in there and you work with your clients to integrate more and and embody their their soul's knowing. And, you know, I was looking at, you know, the different categories of soul soul work or uh, being a light worker. If you think about just even like the whole uh, self-love movement it's really become quite mm-hmm. big you talk about being a heart healer and heart shaman and helping people awakening to to their heart energy and i definitely resonate mm-hmm. with that that's a big part of being a light worker and like in other words certain people can specialize in different mm-hmm. aspects of being a light worker so you've got the self love self worth embodiment you've got like even yoga teacher, holistic health practitioner. You could be a shadow worker, helping people to see their mm-hmm. shadow and to integrate, or also looking at different parts of yourself, which I do a lot with my personality work, with like, and that has to do with like authenticity, like pulling back the layers of our conditioned self. And so if you're wondering what it is to be a light worker, this is what it is. It's doing this specific work so you can be true to yourself. You can connect to your higher self, not your ego, right? Wouldn't you say that's mm-hmm. the thread there? Definitely. Like moving beyond the stories, you know, and even the identities that we maybe have taken on as childhood, through childhood or through our relationships in different places in our life. We we take on these identities and then it's yeah, looking at what's really us, you know, so am I just being the good girl, like you would call it, or am I really being in alignment with myself and the essence of who I am and what I'm really passionate about and what my soul is really desiring. And so, so for me, it definitely has been a calling, you know, like I said, like you mentioned in my bio, when I was 13, I started struggling with health issues. And there was just this deep knowing you know, deep down that I just knew that it was something more. And my path of really getting to where I am, it's been following this deep knowing or this deep longing, you know, that had me look in different directions. And so, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say as a 13-year-old, I knew that, like, I was 
a light worker or a healer, right? But I knew that there was this feeling inside that I couldn't deny or I couldn't look away from. And throughout my whole business, I, I started my business right out of college. Um, actually, in college, I was already working with clients in a nutrition and holistic way and doing herbs and foods and that kind of thing. And, you know, it was just this knowing, this knowing of like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And my journey, like, just kept leading me down this path of following these breadcrumbs and following this longing or this curiosity for feeling like there was something else or feeling like I needed to do this thing, and I just kept following that. Right. I so resonate with that. It's It, it does, like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go back into that, you know, corporate job. Or you just can't fit back into those mm-hmm. spaces. You've got to be in the in in your own flow and follow what what is next and it isn't like a, a perfectly pre-planned thing you know mm-hmm. not, not pre-packaged you know yeah you know it's totally like, there's an element of unknown there the universe is your employer right that's what i like to think i'm like okay even in the moments where i'm in the transition because like you said we have seasons of our business and just like a flower doesn't bloom all the time as healers as light workers our business is going to go through those phases too. And so is our creative rhythm where there's moments where we're blooming, there's moments where we're shedding, there's moments where we're dying, you know, where we're sprouting. That's so beautiful. I love that. I'm looking at my camellias in front of my window as I'm saying that. But yeah, so, you know, just like we have these seasons and um, I think the more we can give ourselves permission and, know that, you know, when I'm in a shedding or a dying stage and I'm not in the creating creative stage, I I like to think of it as an opportunity and a time to deepen my roots in my faith and in my knowing that I am held by source, right? And because I'm doing this work, why would I not be supported? And so there's no reason to, I mean, of course, I'm human, right? So I still have my moments of like, yeah, but I need to be creating. I need to be doing something. And at the same time, I can lean into the deeper knowing of like, I'm supported if I listen to where I'm being called, right? Even if that's to let go of these identities, even if it's to shed, I know I'm going to be supported because I'm listening. I'm willing. I'm being a vessel of the divine. This work is deeply spiritual, even though you wouldn't call it religious, it's deeply, deeply connecting people to their true source mm-hmm. and true identity. And I think that that just is a beautiful way to describe your work and how you flow. Let's talk about being a light worker in business because I think that that uh, is, I mean, we're talking about things like um, empath burnout. Mm-hmm. Some of the things we might experience. Let's say that you haven't figured out how to accept money in your what you think of as spiritual business. So it's not going to mm-hmm. take too long, you know, before you are burning out. You know, you cannot sustain a business if you haven't integrated your money shadow. Right. That's a big one for light workers. Yeah, I think you know. Money is definitely a huge layer, and for me, you know, what another really big layer for and. It's been something I've worked and I continue to unravel more layers of it. But, you know, sometimes when we are getting into this deeper energetic work or um, 
the heart work, right? Even the self-love pieces or even the health where it's like yoga and nutrition and those kinds of things. What I notice is sometimes, you know, our work is deeper than just the, the, the outside layer of it. And it can be like actually expressing or articulating what it is that our heart and soul is really longing to do in the world, right? Like how we're longing to support our clients or work with them. And I think this goes hand in hand with the money piece because if we don't know how to let ourselves meet the world, right, like let our actual essence, our truth meet the world, like if we're so used to being in those good girl labels or, you know, hatch or mask, then that can sabotage our ability to call in money or our ability to call in the clients that we really want to work with, right, and the clients that we can really serve and impact. And so it it is complex. Also, when we are sensitive, all those things come into account too, you know, because what I've noticed for myself is if I start doing work, and I kind of got pulled into the business marketing stuff. And, you know, then I noticed myself kind of shape-shifting into that, right? Because I'm so good at, like, fitting into a mole. I'm like, oh, well, I see what they're doing. I can just do what they're doing. And then we're not doing what we want to be doing. Mm. <laughs> and then we do get burnout or frustrated, right? Because we're not in alignment with ourselves. Or, you know, we'll attract the clients that sort of mirror that to us. The world will give us signs. The universe will provide us signs, right, to help us get back on course and to help us connect back to ourselves. You know, it's like if I don't listen to my heart and soul, then it hurts more, right? (laughs) Like, I have to listen. (laughs) <laughs> it's so true how we as light workers can get pulled off course by trying in our in our, in the journey to meet the world, you know, with marketing or in I think when we were talking before you said something like, you know, everything, you know, you're supposed to look all like shiny or something like that. You're talking about like Um, I mean, just recently like I've been going through some of my old business content and I look at what I created a few years ago and I can feel it, right? Like I see I was meeting the world in this shiny way and like, yes to that, it's great. And at the same time, what was happening is I was putting a lot of pressure on myself because then the days where I'm not feeling so shiny, I feel alone and disconnected Mm -hmm. and like I can't Mm -hmm. share because I need to get to that shiny place to be able to share. And it kind of puts us in this, vicious cycle, right? And that does lead to burnout. And yeah, so, you know, I've been this year really coming up close and personal with my dark goddess. And the heart is also very passionate. And, you know, there's boundaries. And sometimes the heart is raging and grieving. And I like to call it like the dark goddess energy or the roaring mama lion you know, that's saying like, no, you will not come closer. The heart holds that as well. Oh, I like, so agree. yes to the good girl and also yes to the mama lion, right? <laughs> we need Oh, both. yes. You know, in order to love ourselves, we have got to be warriors for ourselves. Totally. Really learning to love and embrace those sides of me too. And what I've noticed is it's like, it allows me to embody my light even more. And the embodied light 
rather than it being like a light that's like shining at you, it is more of like an invitation. Interesting. You know, my energy anyway, that's how I perceive it. It's like more of an invitation rather than like a light. The other thing that I think that can happen is that we can become marginalized, you know, as, oh, I'm doing, you know, my work is woo-woo, right? And so um, do people see this as serious or see this as, if you say you're an energy worker, is that something that's going to become marginalized? And are we going to, you know, does that diminish your value? Or how do you experience that? What do you What do you think? I feel like in the early stages of stepping out as an energy healer and I was blending it with my nutrition and in the beginning I got a lot more of that. You know, I was always a bit cautious. At the level my business is now, I find people, once they come to me, they're usually more open to the work and then once we do a session, you know, it's like, they're like, oh yeah, okay, this is, this is deep and like impactful. So, like, yes, some people, I guess, still question the value of it, but typically my people don't. And like I said, once we usually do a session or they get to experience a little bit of the work, they can have the experience for themselves, right? I'm not trying to prove or sell or anything like that. Right. They, they feel the the effects of it. Yeah, and I think, you know, a lot of my clients, they are already, you know, mindset coaches or healers, and they have been doing this work. And then when they get to experience layers of themselves that they couldn't even get to by themselves, right, they're like, holy, holy crap. So they're grateful. You know, they're grateful to be able to experience these places that they haven't been able to experience within themselves. I think in what you just said, I heard a lot of, you know, we have to kind of blow up our perfect ideas and perfect pictures of the way things should be mm-hmm. uh, in, in that and see what is wanting to show up for us. And I know that you recently let go or had the guidance to let go of your Facebook group. My group served me for so long. And, you know, the more I stepped into working with um spiritual business owners and healers. I supported them in business and whatnot. So my group sort of evolved, but I really got to this place where I was noticing that I was hitting these triggers and also I was noticing how my group was keeping me in some patterns, Mm. you know, and what one of those patterns was it got really comfortable for me to share in my group, but then I wasn't really sharing other places. And so... Mm. You're hiding a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it was a way to hide, right? Because I can share these things here, and yet I'm not going to share them anywhere else. Like, So even that was happening, and then I was noticing just some um, energetic holding patterns that was also happening, and yeah, it was just time. You know, one day on my walk, I, I was praying. That's one of my sacred times when I'm just outside in nature, and It just, it was super clear, you know, it was super clear that I needed to close my group. And so I went with it and I was scared (laughs) because it has been a way that I've made money. And it's been one of my primary ways of connecting with my audience and letting them get to know me and um, like me, right? (laughs) 
And so, um, yeah, I was scared. And I also, you know, I could feel the layers of how people would respond. And I knew that some people were going to be upset. And um, I knew that some people were going to be inspired. And, you know, that was also one of the things that I was kind of ready to move I want to say beyond, but I don't feel like that's a good word. <laughs> um, but I wanted to expand my capacity, right? Really, so rather than letting all the the feeling people's responses and um, like I was just ready to kind of let myself expand past that. And so, yeah, I closed it. It's been really good. And I think I had shared with you, you know, I think a few days later, again, I was walking and praying and asking, like, okay, now what? What do I do? And I received the message to write a book, <laughs> which I'm super oh, excited right. about. So, yeah. you know, I, I let go of one thing, and then the universe began to instruct me on, okay, this is where you're going to be focusing your energy. So respecting that something has come to the end of its journey and it's okay to let it go, and not feeling like compelled to have to put up a certain image is 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 huge because image you know I think image is so much you know when you have to connect in the online world so I really like what you were just saying about you know just in the morning you're you know instead of like you're on uh, all your different social media you're out taking a walk and you're present mm-hmm. you know you're spending time in nature and you're connecting with yourself and I think that if Someone is listening and they're wondering, oh, how do I start on, you know, I want to be on the light worker path or what does it mean to be a light worker? Or maybe I've been a light worker and then I've lost my way. You know, I would say to spend more time away from your screens and in nature and with yourself. Don't you think, Lindsay? Mm-hmm. That would be a good start. Definitely. And, you know, I, I truly believe our body is one of the ways that we can begin to walking, just starting to notice, like, what am I feeling in my body? Where am I feeling my energy? And then get curious about it, like, oh, what is that? You know, what is it trying to tell me? Or um, what does it want to say? And, you know, that's one of the ways that we can just begin to get really curious about, yeah, where am I today? What's moving through me today? And just start to tune into our intuition. And saying the truth is I feel this because not respecting those cycles is really a self-abandonment and betrayal. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to respect how we're feeling, you know, like what is that feeling coming up? Like I feel like, you know, changing form. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to change our form to follow our, to to be on this path, the soul's calling, uh, this journey, you know, we're not, getting up in in a cookie-cutter way, going to a corporate job or, you know, we are, part of our journey is the evolution of our own consciousness and we've got to be present for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, also as a light worker, I believe that part of our journey, when we're saying yes to ourselves, when we're listening to what's being asked of us, we're participating in the evolution of the planet. I mean, even when we're not listening, right, we're still participating in the evolution of the planet. But, you know, when I'm struggling and I when I'm struggling to take the steps for myself or to find the courage, when I can remember me doing this is not just supporting me, it's supporting everyone. Brilliant. I do so believe that. I believe that uh, collectively we are we contribute. 
or take away, you know, from the collective consciousness and the work that we do on ourselves is just, it's the most important gift that we have, this inner listening and being present with our journey and our flow and our heart and um, our heart's healing. Uh, because we can't get to those deeper layers until we pay attention there, you know. We can't keep peeling back to find the truth and to connect to ourselves spiritually, uh, as you said, to be held by source and to put your roots down, you know, which is really beautiful. Uh, because when from there, you can serve. Mm-hmm. If your roots aren't there, you can't be of service. So I love so many of the things you said, Lindsay. Tell people how they can find out about your work. So if you're interested in learning more, and it is my name, so it's www.lindsey, L-Y-N-S-E-Y, Landry, L-A-N-D-R-Y.com. So, yeah. I will put that in the, the show notes there so they can just <laughs> click on it. And um, okay. I know you're going to be creating some uh, juicy conversations called, what is it mm-hmm. called, Rise Together? Rise together, yes, because we really need each other. And I believe that, like I said, it's like each of us that says yes to listening to what is being asked of us as an individual is aiding to the collective. And we need each other to do this. We need each other to evolve the planet. And I'm super excited to have high vibe, amazing women as guests that I will be having sacred conversations with. So. I can't wait to see all the things you're going to be creating. So we'll say bye for today. And uh, if you want to learn more about Lindsay, check her out at lindsaylandry.com. So all <laughs> for today. You. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks so much for joining us on Good Girl the Goddess, the podcast that's helping you get over your good girl so you can get on with your life. If you want more of this, subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And head on over to my website, joybalma.com, to learn about my books and community. 